You're listening to the MC Vocal Fry Podcast, your weekly dash of voice science, pedagogy, and pop culture, coming to you from the campus of Mississippi College in Clinton, Mississippi. Um, so, so how did you feel about us recording at your wedding? I mean, like at the time, I, I didn't feel anything. I, I no, was kind you were of obviously just, focused. I on was, other I things. was just like, oh, yeah, of I, course. Like I noticed y'all at one, you and Michael at one point over behind the piano talking into a phone, and I was like, podcast. <laughs> but I didn't think anything else about it until you literally were like, what did you have for breakfast? And it's funny because that's the only time I remember talking to you on the podcast, and yet there isn't that. Like when I listened through it, I was like, oh. I talked to him more than once on the podcast. Like, I had no recollection of the first time. Literally well, none. Well, I really hoped for you guys that it would be something you could look back on, like, years from now and be like... Shoot, I, I looked back on it, like, you know, the next week and was like, oh, whoa, they were there. <laughs> yeah, because I don't remember half the people who were at our wedding reception. I yeah. mean, And, I mean, it's not like we got married 30, 50 years ago. I mean, it was only 14 years ago, but I. it's not like I remember the reception that well yeah well and there were some people that like because you were married young then didn't you we got married at 23 i guess we would have both been 23 oh, I, I mean i guess that's me yeah i'm 23 young. 20, 20 retrospectively i thought we looking back i thought we were older <laughs> but but i mean i mean in in 2018 terms we got married fairly young i yeah. think the thing that makes us look a little bit more sort of contemporary as couples go is that we spent five years married before, before we had, had children. children. Yeah. It's a good plan. For five and a five and a half years actually, because we were both a solid plan. We were both twenty Yeah, neither of us had turned I think twenty nine yet when Charlie was born. We were about to turn twenty nine. Uh and and so I actually liked that time of our lives beyond yeah. the fact that it was grad school. <laughs> like I just, but but there was a thing about like I just found that there was a thing about like being married but not having kids that was nice. Mm-hmm. Just being able Freeing. to like enjoy being a couple, like being able to enjoy each other and enjoy friends and enjoy you know. Um, profe- Law and Order SVU marathons. That's pretty much we what we've done. We definitely watched a lot of Law and Order SVU. We have lately. like That's old me. SVU That's or more recent SVU. Whatever's on Netflix, which is more recent. It is more recent. If they have, they don't the, have all twenty seasons, twenty five no. seasons. But Hulu has and the There's old only nineteen. <laughs> what season do they start on? Uh, fifteen. Which is funny. They oh, like really season. more they recently. Call them, they call it the 15th year. And I'm like, like, <laughs> like, so like with... Um, Rafael Barba, with, Greasy. With, with Carisi I and, I've never seen the and all those guys. guys. I like Carisi. Oh, I think Carisi was great addition. I thought yeah. he was great. Yeah. Her, yeah. Uh, the blonde, I'm not quite... Rollins? I can't remember her name. What's her name? Rollins. Rollins. I she's like been her. there for longer because I had seen episodes Yeah, she's been there for longer. Because she was... Is that right? I thought she and Carisi did the same time. No. No, because she was there with the guy who was before Amaro, Nick Amaro, that's right. That's right, the guy with the atten- an- another co-detective with a temper issue. Shocking. I mean, we watched back in the old Chris Maloney days, whose character Stab- Stabler. Stabler, yeah. Um, we watched back in the Stabler days uh, religiously. I mean, we watched yeah. it every single week. Well, I just, you know how USA used to do, like, 
just day long like they still oh yeah marathon and, oh and yeah, so, like, yeah, even yeah, yeah. when I lived in the dorm if I were just like if I just needed to take a break for an hour while I just ate dinner like that was usually because you know you just get basic cable like that was something that was just always on and so that's yeah. how I've seen a lot of USA episodes. um USA is the one NBC owns USA right I think I think NBC, Comcast, Xfinity. I think I think think they all own. You know, speaking of, you know, that's been big pop culture news since our last, uh, certainly actual time in here, is the is the big Comcast bid. You know, Comcast made a bid to buy 20th Century Fox over Disney. Oh, I missed that. Comcast Comcast has has bid 60.4 million or 60.8 million all cash. To acquire the same 20th Century Fox properties that Disney was going to acquire, Mm -hmm. and their offer was like 54 million, but it was also like in stocks and some other things. Like it wasn't all. It wasn't like Mm. an all cash cash offer. I'm mad at Disney. I don't want them to get. Why are you mad at them? I told you. Wait. Remind me. <laughs> the fact that we're just remaking all the animated films. No, I'm talking about Disney action. the company. I'm not oh. talking about like oh, oh, Disney oh, oh, oh. movies. Underpaying yeah, okay. employees. Yes, yes, yes. The yes. Disneyland. Yes. Okay. okay. Or Disney yeah. World. Or yeah, World like employees like living in tents. Yeah, that's bad. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's not. I have friends that work for the mouse. <laughs> some of them. <laughs> some of them have great lives. Yeah. Some of them have really horrible lives. I will tell you that if you commit to working for the company long term and you're sort of ambitious, Mm -hmm. you can get moved around within the company. Like there is, there is mobility in the company. That's good. It's just you have to play the Disney game. I think, Mm -hmm. like a lot of professions. I mean, I would even say this about academia. Like, you sort of have to play the academic game of, like, you really need a doctorate now, you really need this other thing, you need that other thing, you need to do these specific things for tenure, you know, whatever. I, th- I think that it, it, it's even like being a performer, like being, being a performer, like, like you need a really nice headshot. You need, to, you need a color, high-quality photo, digital photo that really highlights your eyes and, and really looks good. Um, you can't sort of use your old cheap photo that your 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 you know roommate did your junior year of college. I don't use that anymore. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm just saying, I I had one junior year that Grace and I we walked outside. We found this nice little tree next to Avon. I wasn't even speaking of you specifically. I took my iPhone and went boop, and she took her iPhone and hey, boop, honestly, we took portrait mode on the eights. Oh, True. I know the cameras are so True. good. I mean, it's. <laughs> I'm not saying that someone couldn't actually get a high quality image that way. I'm just... Anyway, there's just different things about... It doesn't hurt to have a professional take it. (laughs) Sort of... Well, I guess a better example is you sort of... If you want to get in the Agma Young Artist Circuit, you sort of need to have done a pay to sing. I think that's maybe a better... maybe Maybe that's a better example... Um, and you sort of need to uh, get the right connection to the right. Anyway, it's you, you know the politics. If if you're tied into the singing world, you sort of know what I'm talking about. Um, but it's 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 a mess. Okay, so updates first. Ready. I got last Thursday. I got a very brief 
follow-up of revisions to the protocol, which included like four very minute details to forms. Not things like... like no, there was nothing conceptual that right? was involved. We actually ended up taking most of our stuff and going back to where we had it in December. <laughs> Are you kidding so me? So after talking to the director of the... UMMC IRB, the actual director like on the f- her or her. <laughs> well, it was both two women who were I don't evaluating like our them. things. Um, we had sort of operated at the suggestion of one of my colleagues to make some changes to try to get approval. Retroactively, now we've changed all that because, from the director's standpoint, for the hospital, once I walked her through what we're doing. So once I was able to have a phone conversation... Which took mountains being moved, apparently. It sort of did. I, But we got there. Solid. And once we were on the phone, she actually informed me that they had finally... Because she f- could figure that we were getting closer to approval. Like, apparently there was, like, back-channel stuff of actually approving whether they were going to be able to basically give us approval to sort of do this multi-site format or not that was actually never had never been resolved with their legal department oh so that has now been resolved as i understand it like they had she had received word about that that morning why couldn't they have told you this months ago like hey the reason this is taking no that wasn't the reason so the reason remember this whole time i've so for you in podcast land so we have two different were um, there anagrams are, are a terrible thing in research or in voice pedagogy world in general, okay. but we have two different meanings of PHI. Typically, in a hospital setting, PHI refers to protected health information. Okay, which you're which is the same kind of stuff that HIPAA. Protects. So, like, if you go to the hospital, your doctor always has you sign a HIPAA waiver. Like, if you go to the doctor, like, every year you have to sign your HIPAA waiver authorization of, like, basically who can view your medical records. So that is one, and that is the part of this that we've basically been arguing about for, I mean, this, these conversations started in October. So November, December, January, February, March, April, I sort of skipped Turnadot, um, May, June, so like six or seven to eight months, nine months now. We've been we've been fighting this sort of PHI battle, and there was always confusion on their part, and now I understand it, and our part as to whether or not we were actually taking P- PHI or not. And the other PHI stands for protected health identifiers. Okay. Not protected health information. Yeah. So protected health identifier would be your name. Would be a protected health identifier. Okay. And I remember you several months ago mentioning Mentioning something with an... Okay. And it was that definition of which we went back and made a whole bunch of revisions to the protocol. Once I walked her through what we're doing, and I said, the very first thing we'll do is, once we do subject recruitment, on my password-protected computer, 
those those people, once they agree to be subjects and they've gone through the consent form, their name, which will appear on the consent form, but that sort of doesn't matter because that's just a consent form. They're just signing yeah, it. Yeah, they get become subject one. And then immediately they become subject one. After that, their name doesn't appear on anything else. As soon as that issue was resolved, she basically said, you're not using PHI, take it all out. I just... And so, in the end, I had to revert the consent form, the recruitment script, the, the protocol itself in their system. All this stuff had to revert and take all the HIPAA stuff out. To, like, the original. To essentially what the way I had it when we originally submitted when it. When they were being... Uh, I mean, that sort of, yes. I just feel Well, like- here's what it was. What it was, in general, was a lack of com- clear communication. That's what I'm going to say. Like, that's what frustrates me is that it, some, like, easily, within the first week or two of this beginning, someone could have just asked one question and avoided and, lots of frustration. And here's the thing. I had warned our team, as I warned you guys... That being the first time we were doing something as a collaborative, there were going to be hurdles that were going to be unforeseen and things were going to be slow, probably. I was never anticipating it being this bad. It's pretty bad. But for the next time I write a protocol with them, I now know all the magic words. Because I will tell you that when you're doing human subject research, you need to know the right phraseology. Nobody wants to hurt people, okay? Obviously, that's obvious. Nobody's trying to coerce people. Nobody's trying to do anything unethical. But at the same time, you have to know the right legal ease to put on your consent documents and in your protocol. Mm -hmm. And it is essentially legal ease. It is essentially legal writing. And every institution you ever do it at, it is slightly different. And there's slightly different protocols, and they'll want slightly different language. That's why almost every institution, for example, has a template consent form. Um, Well, even we, essentially, we had been using the right template. Then they thought we were doing something else. We changed it, and then we changed it back. I mean, that essentially, and yes. I mean... So anyway, that, that that is sort of where we, how what the history of this has been. Based on the fact that I only had to do like three other small, minute things, I'm assuming that when I get another email from them, it's going to be our approval email. I really, really hope so. Um, and I, I really thought I'd have that by now, but I anticipate that any day. Um, uh, with no further things necessary. Now, that brings us to a second point. Uh, Leah, I need you to get city certified. Oh, yeah. Get excited. Um, <laughs> Sarah can help you walk you through what you need to do. I'll send yeah. you a link. No worries. Um, you need to, city, C-I-T-I, not Citibank, is the Collaborative Institutional training it's like ethics in it it is the it is the irb training like it just you basically you go through this little course and take these quizzes 
that show that you know how to properly behave in a research setting. Essentially. Do I? <laughs> well, you will by the end of this. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and um, and then and, and what you do is you'll choose um, UMMC as the center mm -hmm. that you're doing the stuff at. After you submit it and you finish the testing, which doesn't take that long, and it will not cost you anything. Yeah, um, that's why you have to pick UMMC. UMMC will contact you. Someone from the IRB office will contact you and ask you who you're doing this with. And you just say, Dr. John Schweinfurth and Dr. Nicholas Perna. I'm part of their team in otolaryngology and communication sciences. I'll put that in the email that I send you with the link. Okay. But then once you get certified, I'll fill out an addendum in the IRB system and add you. I already took Michael off. Yeah. But I'll add you to the protocol. Poor Michael. Um, he he was there through all of the pain. He, <laughs> and now he's He was. And now he's in West, West Virginia. Virginia. Um who know doing who knows what. Um but but you know I thought about at the end of the wedding episode I almost I had it even queued up on YouTube I came very close to putting the regeneration sound in oh. <laughs> but I thought maybe that's too far I thought you were gonna say you were gonna play the like uh, is it Valet Detrim the the farewell to ten music you know oh gosh no no <laughs> and no, I was gonna no, be like no, that's no. so mean but uh, you didn't do either, so I almost good. did play the actual regeneration sound though. That would have been a uh, good And then I thought, no. Nah, That's how you start this episode. Not really. Don't actually start this episode with that. I even thought about it being Jody and it having her say, oh, brilliant. <laughs> uh, and then we could have had Leah said, oh, brilliant. Say, Leah and then. Okay, I don't know that Leah would have played along, though. She just would have been just no. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so anyway, that is the IRB update, and that's the first most important thing that we need to take care of this summer. Okay. Um, it really does not take that long, because any of the quizzes you can take again. Okay. Like, you can literally just go right back in and take the same it's, quiz again. There, so, there are ways to make sure look, you know the right answer. <laughs> like, the thing is, the thing is, IRBs exist for a good reason. They do? They basically exist because of Nazis... And the testing that was done on minorities in multiple countries, that's essentially why they exist. Basically, that there was unethical, inhumane testing going on on humans. Mm -hmm. And there's more to it than that, but that is one of the primary reasons that yeah. it... And it even goes into that in, the, in like the modules of the training... Uh, one of the things that caught me in the last time I refreshed mine is that that they even brought up um, the unethical testing um, that the sugar industry did oh. that they paid medical people to do in the 60s and 70s to convince America that fat was killing people and giving them heart disease when the sugar industry knew that it was actually sugar. sugar. Um, and huh. And... I don't think I saw that. Yeah, there were a bunch of landmark stu health studies in the 60s that were paid for by the sugar industry to basically that tell you that butter was killing suspicious. you. I love butter. Who would say that? Um, but Butter is, in fact, not killing you. I mean, it could if you eat just nothing but butter. butter. I mean, that would be bad. What a life that would be, though. Um, but we now know that most of that that's killing Americans is related to sugar. As far as these modules, there are definitely not... Quizlets that correspond with them 
and have all the answers because that would be unethical. So right. Should I be saying this on recording? Or? I'm saying there are not. Oh, okay. Uh, right, anyway. There's also not recordings of Broadway musicals on YouTube. On YouTube. No, there definitely are those. I'm just going to go out ahead and say it. Speaking of Broadway musicals, did you all see? <laughs> did you all see that that Songs for a New World's getting a city center production this yeah, summer? Yeah, why? I did With Shoshana as Woman Two, there are videos of her floating around singing "Stars and Moon." Oh my gosh! Um, I'm excited now. That's fantastic. She had posted on her own social media something like, uh, something like JRB told me 20 years ago that I was 20 years too young to sing this. Now uh-huh. here I am. <laughs> 20 years later. Perfect ah, timing. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> um, and it was it's great. I mean, I listened to the whole songs uh-huh. in the mood. It's it's like <laughs> anyway. Uh, so just a couple of other things um, regarding that stuff. Um, when I get back in July, I want to refresh you on the PAS. Yeah. And honestly, I need to refresh myself and so I can teach you as well because honestly, like I'm going to have to get it back out and like remember what in the world wrap my rap world around like like I think I remember but the buttons and all the pull down menus and just just to yeah. remember because I haven't been using it because as I said to you last year it's like I can only do one of these things at a time like That's I can't I can't get two research projects yeah. going focus at the, on it's just it, it, it'll be but but we will the first day of school we will be ready to go Hey, Are we gonna? We, we can just use the videos that exist, right? We yes. Don't, we don't, oh, we, we thank don't goodness. Need to, we don't need to re-prep anything. Oh, good. Because we don't need. To, in fact, we can't. I mean, we have approval oh, for what true. we have. So oh, that's I mean, weird. we we are just we are we are ready to roll. Solid. When I fully anticipate that in that on the first day of class we're ready to put posters around and we're ready to yeah are you thinking like first area meeting we're ready we, we we're say, ready hey, to we're ready to go sign up to do this because yes. I, I would like to start testing like Quickly. the week after labor day that would be awesome because i mean yeah, um, that would just be awesome uh and one of the things that i'm gonna try to do is i'm gonna try obviously i understand if either of you are working i mean you, you'll have whatever schedules you have um you'll have to let me know like what those schedules look like um, and that's totally understandable. Uh, what I'm going to try to do, I think, <laughs> I'm saying this now, and this seems like a great idea in June. In June. Is it still June? Okay. Yes, it's still June. Do not wish my summer away from me. <laughs> I'm not. I just all of a sudden. I, was like, I know Leah's ready to start school. But do not wish... Summer is the worst. No, I love summer. I'm not saying I don't love summer. Oh, summer is the worst. I'm so bored. Do not wish my summer away from me. Well, I just gave you one thing to do. Okay. Have fun. <laughs> um, okay, I will. But, uh, Several hours while fun. we watch SVU. While you, you know, it's totally, totally can be done while you're watching SVU. Okay. Um, what was I talking about? Something in June. Something no. that's a really good idea in June. Oh. Oh. I am going to attempt to make all of my voice lessons afternoon voice lessons, I think, so that I can leave my mornings open to, to collect data. Okay. Now, I don't know, I don't, I don't know that that's going to work. I'm going to try. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm going to try. We are going to try. 
and we will get people could their consents done as quickly as we can. We'll have to get their consent forms done, get them assigned an identifier, get them down to the med center. So, and and we roll. It's um, exciting. I'm so excited to go down to like the medical center. Yeah. It's been a while since I've I've been. Yeah. Uh, you're welcome to go down with any of the subjects at that point because you're study personnel. So I mean, let's wear the white coats. Uh, One time I went and shouted Josie, and she let me wear a white coat. Let's go get white coats. <laughs> yeah. I want a stethoscope. I usually wear this <laughs> when I'm at the medical center. Well, I mean, obviously, like I, I mean, I wear pants. <laughs> I mean, I'm wearing. I'm wearing pants just in case you were curious. I have shorts on. It's, it's June. Just recapping. It's June in Mississippi. It's June in Mississippi, so I'm wearing shorts. It's um, short season. It is, in fact. So anyway, but we'll we'll try to roll as quickly as and as soon as we have people down there and because here's the thing, even if we don't confirm normal tissue, that does not exempt them from the study. It, okay. That does not mean that they have they you know they can choose to remove themselves at any time. Yeah. Um, but it does not mean that that even if something were to be atypical, mm-hmm. that does not mean that we can't use them for for data collection. I mean, they could again choose. I mean, we could make a decision and say, eh, this is pretty bad. Maybe no. we should not do this. Um, but. It would not necessarily, you know, I mean, for example, like if somebody has a deviated septum, who cares? We're, we move on. Don't we all? I don't even know. I mean, is. don't we all have a partially deviated septum? I mean, so it's not something we're really, you know, that wouldn't be something we're concerned about. Um, so that's exciting. Very exciting. So Vocal Fry will be cataloging that Yay. as we move through that in the fall. That'll be very heavy in the fall. The whole point of starting this podcast. We need to get, <laughs> we need to have enough data that we can send a Voice Foundation abstract off by October 30th. Yay. That's That's the timeline that really matters. So we're going to try to do that this year. Yes. <gasps> Yay. That's the Voice timeline Foundation. that really matters. Really okay, that's the timeline that really matters, is having okay. enough data collected and analyzed that we can write an abstract and send it to Voice Foundation. Everything. Can we, like, announce it at the, at the meeting, like, on the first day of school? Yes. So oh yeah, the major minor meeting. We don't need to wait to, for an area meeting. Yeah, solid. Yeah. There's uh, the major only thing, meeting. but at the major yeah. minor meeting, do upperclassmen come? Mm, they're supposed, supposed to. to. Oh, I felt like I, I felt like they changed that. Mm. Oh, maybe they changed. I was gonna say, um, we're used to you were supposed to, and I used to go sit. Well, don't. That's when maybe. you sign up for practice rooms. Oh, that's right. No, so you're you right. You're right. People. Go first. No, you're right. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. People do come. People do come. People do so, come. And I can totally make an announcement at that. And we can we can get people rolling. I mean, immediately. Um, so that's that. That'll be coming for Vocal Fry. That will pretty much encompass the fall. I mean, that plus Fantastic Beasts. I'm so we'll, excited. We'll pretty much... Well, in whatever production we do. Uh, I can't speak to that right now. I know um, you can't, but, like, that'll be a part, right? I mean, it should Yeah, be- I mean, we'll talk about it, of course. I mean, it'll, it'll be on the podcast, of But course. you know. I don't know that I do. He knows. You, have, Look at him, he knows. you know more than we know. He knows. He has an inkling. I don't know. <laughs> we don't I, even have I don't inkling. know that it's been finalized That's yet. That's fine. Is a, is a statement that I would makes make. It I would make even more okay to say because yeah, we don't even know if it's for sure. Yeah, 
No. Not that I would say it on cap. No, I'm not saying anything. Sorry. <laughs> I do think that she's doing the opera in the fall again. Okay. Okay. And the and the and the musical kind of nice. in the spring. Um, I think she's decided on musical, but she needs to check rights. Makes sense. Um, and I, she has a solid idea about opera, but she's waiting to announce. Do you know, I mean, can can you say, is she going to do kind of like she did with Magic Flute, where she just sends out an email to people and asks, like, no. cast? No, she's going to audition. Oh, okay. As I understand it, she's going to do one single audition, like the first week of school, okay. for the whole season. Oh, so oh. for, so, I mean, what, you come season. in with, like, two songs? I, I don't know, I don't know, you the, don't know the I details. don't know that, yeah. I don't know that answer yet. That's kind of an interest. I like that, you know, just get it out of the way, get it done. I believe she intends to cast both immediately. Oh, oh wow. So you really, like, you know going in what you are doing. You will know. And you know what? Maybe that's better because that way, like, let's say you don't get a big role in one, but you know, oh, but I have this in the spring. Maybe that helps with feelings. Um, so... Uh, so that's to come. We'll have announcements about that exciting, coming, coming up. Um, I am going to, in the fall, also make sure that whenever either of you can't be here on a day we're recording, I'm going to start to rotate Mark and Morgan in. So we do have So we do have subs. Okay. Um, so we have two new graduate students. Yeah. Uh, Mark Payton is a bass baritone. Hey, we coming, that. coming from Louisiana. Oh, cool. And uh, Morgan, gosh, I'm going to forget her last name now. It's been months since I've looked at everybody's stuff. Hawks. Morgan Hawks is coming down. Um, she originally grew up around in the area, did her schooling somewhere else, had been working at a church plant somewhere else, and oh, now cool. is returning to get her master's she degree. Is she a soprano? Um, uh, I mean, aren't, isn't everyone? I was going to say Aren't we all? That just seemed like a safe bet. But I don't know, Leah. Maybe well, jury's out on you. <laughs> really? I don't know. Is, uh, is she? I, well, I'm not okay. a teacher. Is she? Let. I don't know. Um. So anyway, we will have some subs. Speaking of which, does she want a church job? I would <laughs> like to record on Fridays. Yeah. I don't know that you're gonna. I we need to wait on knowing what your work schedule looks like, probably. Yeah. Well. Yeah. I mean. I mean, which we won't know yet. No. You know, until you know what your situation will be, and then we'll decide. Yeah. So, like, once we get closer to the school year actually starting, we'll look at when we we want to record. Yeah. Um. Testing will still Ooh. only happen Monday through Thursday. Cool. Um. So. GA activities for the fall. You're each going to have a couple of voice students. Cool. That I need to that I need to that I need to somewhat regularly observe. Okay. Okay. Where will we teach? Yeah, can we use the practice rooms? Practice rooms. We're going to make sure that you guys have assigned practice rooms for those times. But like we're allowed. We've I've already talked with the powers that be about that. Okay, just making sure. Maybe. Um, yes. They want us to do it, then we got to do it somewhere. We have to provide you space. (laughs) Yes. Um, so that is a thing. Then, one of you on Tuesday and one of you on Thursday, and I don't care which it works, and I don't care if we swap, but I would like you guys to be in ped. I'm 
totally reworking the way I'm going to teach that class. Cool. We're going to start sort of, I am going to use the McCoy as a book. I'm going to use the basics, the ebook, as their book. I like it. But I'm really going to mix it with a lot more articles this fall. Okay. And I'm probably going to totally redo the order of, of the class. And what they're, what one of your roles will be, they will each come in with a written out question. question. I'm not going to do it on Moodle. I like that. Um, okay. It's going to be a written out question. Also, there will be um, a sign-in sheet for them to write down what time they arrive at class. Solid, yeah. That That's they the have point. to initial. I, I'm going to print out one of those for every single class. Um, one of your jobs will be to look through those questions that I call that we collect yeah. and see if there are themes that are running through, um, mark that they did it. And then, um, and then when I call on you guys, just say, well, this sort of seems to be a big question. What do you think of... Yeah, just kind of sum up the questions instead of you having to go through and kind of like right. flip. Yeah, right. Um, I started that in a semester where I had a graduate assistant like that. Mm -hmm. And I don't think I was prepared to what it was going to be like when I didn't have a graduate assistant, assistant yeah. like that. Um, plus, it will be good for you guys because it will include articles that you guys have not read. So it will just have some other materials for you all that would be very beneficial. Cool. Um, I'm going to make a bibliography this summer and, and, and get some other things together for that. I just, I, I have to come to a place in my mind where I am prepared to actually start teaching PED the way I actually think about PED rather than teaching PED the way I've been teaching PED for 10 years. That makes sense. Um, so that's going to be a transition that I'm going to try to make this summer um, to actually prepare to start with essentially ear training first. That 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 will be that the the that the the, the upfront push of the course will be training their ears. So doing stuff like we did with like. Listen to a YouTube video, identify what's... That will be part of it. Uh -huh. Listening to a singer and recognizing what sounds are most likely, for example, mode one or mode two. Oh, okay. Listening to um, a singer and taking that singer in Voce Vista and taking out everything but the singer's format so we can identify what the singer's format contributes to the sound. Um, listening to a singer sing and um, hearing what that that sound area sounds like on a belter versus a classical singer so that all of the discussions that we have about phonation about respiration about articulation are based on what we heard essentially I'm trying to base everything now off of acoustics and psychoacoustics Rather than pushing that and pushing that and pushing that and then trying to bring it all together with that, 
I'm going to attempt to more lay out the course as Scott's book does and start with resonance. Um, and start with listening. And, and, and mostly so that we can be listening as a group. And this is why it will be very beneficial for either of you all to be in there as well. So that we can be listening and saying, okay, this is what I mean, Perna, when I just generically ch- use the term chest voice. This is the sound that I'm referring to. So that we can base our discussion, any discussion, not off of their preconceived ideas of noises, but off of the noises as I'm defining them for them. Okay. So that when we're talking about phonational modes and, you know, making things adducted falsetto... They have much more of a... A concept of the sound. Perna-defined sound as adducted falsetto. Yeah, no. Even if they don't have a clue when I'm playing the sounds for them of what adducted falsetto means. Because musicians are generally pretty good at understanding noise. And even the general populace, as I've been out this year giving these talks... They are much readily adaptable. They're 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 much more. They're much. They they find the noise, and the sort of intersection of acoustics and psychoacoustics, to be much more relatable than acoustics. Yeah. And so, um, I think I'm going to start there. I will not perfectly get to everything you know one of the things i was going to go over with you guys um and i don't have i have it on my phone um i like that though you know we talk about like trying to standardize terms and we think of that so often as like coming up with the definition that we all understand but like we're talking about sound so it makes sense yeah to all come to agree on the sound that goes with the word rather than like you're unifying the sounds, not just the words. I like that. Right. So, like, I'm about to leave for, for Vegas. Um, and I'm interested to see. In fact, as, the, as I put this Vegas. episode as I put this episode up, I'll be flying to Vegas when this episode drops. Um, I will not be there long. I'm there to help out John Nix with the poster sessions, at which point John's time as our poster coordinator will end. I'm very thankful for his time in that role, my dear friend John Nix, and uh, I'll transition into that role for the 2020 conference, but uh, I'm glad that he's still in charge, and I don't have to be in charge of anything this conference. <laughs> uh, happy to not be in charge for one more time. Um, but anyway, it, 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 was, it was a good meeting. We had a really great meeting. There were a lot of really brilliant minds there. I, I was also for our podcast audience, sort of humbled and thrilled by the fact that it appears that our curriculum at Mississippi College is strong. As master's and undergrad curriculums go with voice pedagogy courses, our curriculum here in number of courses and in the amount of material that we're getting people by the end of a master's degree is in, among the leaders in the field. We are oh, that's awesome. absolutely... Among the leaders, so that's a little, that's a little, that's a little uh, plug for Mississippi College's master's program. We are definitely 
amongst the leaders in the field of voice pedagogy. Very excited to be there. Future of pedagogy right Right here. here. You heard it here first. (laughs) I mean, we also need to talk about sometime later, once I get back, we need to talk about what you guys want to do as your sort of capstone activities. Um, whether you just want to give recitals, whether you want to do lecture recitals. <laughs> You're the one who loves school and you want to throw a pizza party? I, I mean, yeah, why are those things mutually <laughs> Pizza parties happen at school. That, that's true. We could certainly have a pizza party at your capstone, whatever it is. Okay, that'll be the assumption. It's a pizza party. Rather than, you know, having it be a recital, it could be a lecture recital with pizza party. With pizza. That's your reception. Yeah. Afterwards, it's just pizzas. <laughs> Pepperonis and pianissimos. Yikes. That's a little bit too far, wasn't <laughs> we'll it? We'll stop it. That was a little bit too much, wasn't it? We'll work on it. <laughs> yeah, that, that's, not, uh, that's not good. No. Anyway, okay, good. Um, that's enough of this mess for today. Uh, what'd you have for breakfast? I had a scone with plum jelly and clotted cream. I was British this morning. And tea. Oh my. Great. Awesome. Um, thank you for coming in today. Yeah, uh, sure. I appreciate it very much. Um, I do, when I get back, I do want to take a new photo for the website. Oh, yeah, because Michael's not here. So I want to take a new picture with you in it. Okay. I really would like to do something with bacon in the vocal fry. <laughs> the little symbol. We're going to sit here arranging the bacon. Yeah, like have you and I arranging the bacon Just, and uh-huh. Leah looking at us very skeptically. Hmm. I don't think that's going to be hard. <laughs> um, that, that's, sort of, uh, that, that's, sort of, that's sort of the direction I want to want to go for the photo. That is something Doctor Who should do is have a companion who is just having none of it. Did, have they done that? Like, that's a I'm little sure. Donna, but she's in on the end. Like, they just, they, like, oh, Doctor yeah, no, Who needs a companion that's, like, maybe not the main companion. I mean, but it the was sort of Mickey. But, but, like, the companion's friend who's just, like, mm, weird. <laughs> it was sort of Mickey. Like, he had a little of that vibe. Like, they're in space and not impressed. <laughs> that, that, that's right. They should do that. I should write Doctor Who and be like, hey, be happy. I, it can't be me. But you should have me be the companion, and then I have a friend who would be great for this role. <laughs> That's right. I'm ready. That's Doctor Who, if you're listening, I'm ready. All right. Takeaways. I'm so glad that the wedding is over. That sounds like it's that It's passed. Be it's been a week and a half. And yay. Vocal Fry is happy for Sarah and Jamie. Yeah. I'm sure. happy, too. Officially. L Hearts, Hearts will be happy that we... Dropped We've another dropped episode, another. An episode that will make her like, weak. Uh, Are you thinking about doing any at uh, at Nats? I'd like to. We'll see who I. Could be I'm, fine. I'm not sure just how busy or not I'll be. Yeah. So I hope to record with Could some be people. Fun. Um, we'll we'll see if I get it done Could or not. Be fun. That's my hope. Yeah. My hope is honestly to spend most of my time podcasting. So. We'll, you say we'll, podcasting, I heard party. <laughs> <laughs> you just walk around with your phone the whole conference. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, takeaway? Uh, summer sucks. Oh, come That's on. A terrible takeaway. 
We're watching so much Law and Order. Right? We have that part hasn't has been. Oh, we nice. had cookies last night. So. Yeah. Oh well, that's like that part I has love been cookies. nice. It's a bonus. Yeah, cookies are nice. I might go get a cookie after this. I had a pimento cheese BLT last night. Mm. How do you like it? I mean, it was made by my dear friends, and so it was wonderful. Mm. I like the best. It was I, honestly that sounds del- like a lie. No, <laughs> it was honestly it was delicious. <laughs> okay. Probably the only and best BLT I've ever had was a BL fried green tomato. That was good. Yeah, this was delicious. Because the pimento cheese was made with this, like, uh, Edam cheese from State, and it was Ooh, any any cheese from State is good cheese. It was delicious. It was delicious. Uh, I don't really have a takeaway for today, other Uh than I'm about to go to Vegas, and so I'll see some of you listeners in Vegas. And then I'm going to Disney World. So Wow. Just where do you do next? Go I'm going to Disney World. <laughs> Alright, peace out.